Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. All right, today we have a very unusual show. I say that almost every week, but it's going to be very unusual today because I just got to meet one of the guests less than 15 minutes ago, so that's unusual for me. But we have with us today the Tampa three members of the Tampa Mayor's Prayer Breakfast Committee and one of the pastors, just to make sure that, that you know, in case Keith Burkell gets out of control, his pastor's here to keep, you know, keep him under control. But before we get started talking about the Tampa Mayor's Prayer Breakfast on May the 7th, featuring Tony Dungy as the main speaker, I want to read to you the verse that we've got on the Tampa Mayor Prayer Breakfast website, tampamayorsprayerbreakfast.com. 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 3. And this is in the New Living Translation. That's the translation I love because it's so easy to understand. I urge you, first of all, pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God, our Savior. All right, we've got in the room today, Keith Brickell, Bill Martin, and Brent Stansel. These guys are part of the Mayor's Prayer Breakfast Committee as we're arranging and setting up for May the 7th at 6.30 in the morning. We launch perhaps the largest Tampa Mayor's Prayer Breakfast ever. And so we're here to talk about that today. Welcome, gentlemen. Good to be here. Good to be here. Thanks for having us. Me too. Yeah, we're not we're not sure if we're really excited to be here. Okay, <laughs> that's good. All right. So what I wanted to do is I want to just talk about you guys first. I want to hear first here. First of all, Keith, is there anybody? Keith Burkell. He's got a famous wife. Her name is 
Heather. Heather. She's actually more famous than him. She's been on the Extreme Couponing Show, and, and she's very famous. I want. I, I once saw Keith on that on Netflix. I'm like, holy smokes, I know Keith Brickellen. Oh, but it's his wife. She's the famous one. That's right. He just does the man labor with that. That's right. She's even more famous because she's been on with Pete O'Shea on this station. Wow. And anybody that's been on Pete O'Shea's show is somebody else. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. for sure. All right. So, Keith, you got anybody you want to say hi to today on the radio? Uh, my wife and kids, because they're listening at home. And my parents are listening in New York right now. So, that's, so, so we're nationwide today. That's right. And my parents are always listening. Hi, Mom and Dad in Arizona. They're that's always right. supposed to be listening, too. So that's good. Bill, you got anybody you want to say hi to today? I do. I want to say hi to my grandsons, William and Andrew. Awesome. Awesome. Brent, what about you? Our church family. We uh, uh, sent a tweet out on the way over, listen to Keith and I, so hopefully communities listen all over St. Pete and Pinellas County. So when you sent that tweet, though, you were at a stoplight and you weren't moving, correct? Absolutely, because I would never tweet and drive. Ever, ever, ever. (laughs) That's right. That's very dangerous. Okay, listen. I want my audience to hear from a business guy's perspective. Oh, my word. I did not have a Mountain Dew today. Oh, yes, I did. Talk to me how Jesus impacted your life, Keith. Tell me how he impacted your life and how it impacts your daily work. Well, Christ, you know, I was born in 1976, but Christ impacted my life actually 12 years before that. Um, I was privileged to grow up in a Christian home, but it started a long time before that when my grandmother um, walked into an evangelistic crusade. Um, My family was as lost as lost could be, and my grandmother walked into the Boston Garden one night into an evangelistic crusade and accepted Jesus Christ as her Savior. And I was just thinking this weekend how that one night changed everything for my family. You know, I wouldn't be married to the woman I'm married to. I wouldn't have the children that I have if that one night hadn't happened. And since that happened, I remember uh, my grandmother taking my, uh, me and my sister and my mom to Sunday school. And, and from that, our family came to know Jesus Christ. And because of that, um, you know, I did go to, grow up in a Christian home, went to Christian schools, but um, my faith in Christ affects everything that I do. And in our church right now, we have this whole um, theme about imagine. And, and even though I did grow up in a Christian home, if you had told me even 10 years ago that um, I would be involved in helping to lead an event like this in Tampa, um, I would have said, boy, imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that I'd be involved with a with a, a ministry and with an event like this here in Tampa Bay. Um, and what an awesome opportunity it is to to help lead an event um, that is that is literally impacting hundreds, if not thousands of people. And you know, I know we're going to talk about marketplace ministry, but it is one of the most needy places, one of the most needy mission fields, because um, as my pastor says, and as pastors say every week, Monday morning, when you go into work, you're sitting with people that I can't reach. You're sitting with people that their door is not going to be knocked on. They're probably not going to turn on Christian radio. They're probably not going to turn on Christian television. And it's such a powerful tool. My pastor equips me on Sunday for what I can go do on Monday morning. Amen to that. Bill, talk about how uh, Christ impacted your life. Well, uh, 31 years ago, I was faced with financial bankruptcy as president of a group of cable television companies in the city of Bradenton. And uh, I had attended this leadership it was at that time called the mayor's prayer breakfast and was changed to the leadership prayer breakfast uh, the year that we had a Jewish mayor. Uh, but I attended as both a non-believer and as a believer later, 12 years later to be exact. And uh, the Lord paid off two and a half million dollars of debt for me. And that was the beginning of my walk when I surrendered to Christ and uh, have gotten involved in uh 
Bible study fellowship and a lot of other things to stay in the word and grow as a believer. And I owe everything to my Lord and Savior. And I also want to mention that uh, the Lord's been carrying me for the last 14 weeks as my wife passed away after a 50 year marriage. And uh, she's in heaven with my son, John, and uh, my uh, daughters, Natalie and Kim, are very, very supportive. And uh, I just have so much to be thankful for the Lord uh, lifting me up when I've gone through tough times. Yeah, and we're glad to have you here today, Bill. Brent, all right, we've got a couple minutes before the break. Tell me how Christ impacted your life. You ended up being a pastor. Yeah, I was uh, I was raised in a, a Christian home. My parents were uh, in ministry, but uh, when I was 18, 19 years old, playing college football, and my parents separated. And so I went uh, completely out uh, into the world, and I was out there for years. Uh, and it wasn't until my mid-20s when the Lord dealt with me and brought me back and from that point on, of course, I, I got in business and other things, and then finally surrendered to preach. And now I spend my life trying to encourage people like you're doing on the show. This is a daily thing. And it's not just we put on our Sunday, go to meet and close, as they used to say. What are you going to do on Monday? And who are you going to talk to? And living that Christian life, they may not listen to you the first time, but consistent living before them and sharing the love of Christ with them. When trouble comes, they're going to knock on your door because you should have something as a believer that they don't have. And they should see that on a daily basis. And so that's what we're doing is trying to get behind Keith and guys like Bill and, and you guys that are saying, take this out of the church and get this into the lives of people who need to know Jesus Christ as your Savior. So uh, watching the Lord deal with my family, going through all of that, bringing me back to him prayerfully I'll finish my course and, and run it well. So that's, that's how he's impacted me. We're talking today about the Tampa Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, which is on May the 7th, 2014 at 6.30 in the morning, featuring Tony Dungy. That's right, Coach Tony Dungy, the only real coach the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have ever really had. If not for him, we wouldn't have a Super Bowl. I don't care about Gruden. Don't worry about it. Anyway, Tony Dungy, quality guy, coming to share his testimony about Jesus Christ and the impact that Jesus has made on his life, his marriage, and he's going to be sharing his testimony and the whole idea about this breakfast keith is what keith right. Brickell. so let me tell you a bit about the breakfast so a few years ago um my pastor actually brent stancil who's right here pastor in the studio stancil, who's right here across from me says to me uh we're, we're taking a bunch of guys to this breakfast in tampa at the convention center do you want to go i said sure i'd love to go and uh, it was a little early in the morning. I thought, oh, brother, I get up early anyway. Actually, I was laid off at the time. And uh, so a bunch of us went, and it's at the Tampa Convention Center. And I had no idea there was this ginormous event at the Tampa Convention Center right here in our own backyard. Uh, it's downtown, and the place was just packed out. It was in 2010. I'll never forget it. Joe Gibbs was the speaker that year. He had one of his race cars there in the lobby, and the place was packed with over 700 people there. And I'll never forget going to that event because I myself, I had just been laid off from my dream job making great money in corporate America. And he gave one of the most incredible gospel messages I have ever heard. And that morning, there was, there was actually found out later, there was over 100 people that came to know Jesus Christ that morning and dozens and scores more that rededicated their life to Jesus Christ. I remember thinking, I've lived here over 10 years and never knew there was an event of this magnitude right here in Tampa Bay. So the mayor's prayer breakfast, it's not a fundraiser. It's not a political event. It's nothing like that. And if I even might say not to 
not to say anything that he, to offend anyone, but it's not an ecumenical prayer service. It's all about getting the gospel of Jesus Christ out. And I love the men that I get to serve with on the committee, like Bill and my pastor who supports this event, because we're, we're, we have a little phrase called mission focused, where it's solely focused on getting the gospel of Jesus Christ out. And every year we invite a speaker who's, who um, is not ashamed to share their faith and what faith has done in their life. And this year we're having Tony Dungy come speak and we get right to it. We eat and we get our speaker right up. And so the event this year, um, we'll start serving breakfast early at 6.30, 6.30 to 7 at the Tampa Convention Center. We'll have a few little things up front. We'll have a color guard from uh, McDill Air Force Base and some things like that. And then Coach Dungy will get up and speak. We'll be giving away a copy of one of his new books. And so the whole idea is the tables um, are sponsored um, by businessmen, by churches, and then they'll give out the tickets to their table. and most of those tickets are given away to unsafe people in their world, in their church, in their community. And so it's a, it's a relationship-based ministry. We don't sell a lot of individual tickets. The tickets are, 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 are really from people that buy tables and give them away to unsafe people. Because like you said, Jim, we were talking earlier, most people... They won't come to church, but they'll come to a breakfast to come meet a Tony Dungy or a Joe Gibbs. Or last year we had Bobby Bowden. Who wouldn't want to meet Bobby Bowden, even if you are a gay? He was hilarious. He was great. (laughs) And so last year we had 117 people that checked off on the box that they accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. And so that's what this whole event is all about. And it's got a great history, too, which I know Bill is going to get into. But it's May 7th. Um, Tickets are $30. But if you'd like to buy a table or if your church would like to buy a table, it's only 300 bucks for a table. And they're actually not getting the table and chairs, they're actually just renting the table for seats for their friends to bring, right? There's one person buys a seat by 10 seats, the, the, the breakfast for 10 people. They don't get the table to take it home with them. Right. Okay. Right. They'll get All tickets. Right. They right. get 10 tickets. They bring nine of their friends who need to hear about Christ. That's, right. what, that's what our goal is. Right. That's exactly right. All right. So, and we've got, how many tables we got left? Oh my goodness. We, we're, we've already accounted for over 500 tickets already. All right. So and we it's still, going fast. So we still have uh, a ton more tables we can fill. So yes. there's still room and it's only 300 bucks and you can bring nine of your best friends who still need to know about Jesus with you for breakfast on May the 7th. Right. It's kind of like this. Do you ever find yourself wanting to talk to your friends about Jesus Christ, but you find yourself talking to them about sports and the weather. Well, this is a great opportunity. Right. While you're talking about, about sports, sports and Jesus. Right. Sports yeah. and Jesus. Give them a ticket to come here, Tony Dungy, and they'll get a copy of his new book. That's fantastic. Bill, okay, listen, you got involved. You said that you got the, invited to this event 31 years ago, and it impacted your life. Christ impacted your life. You've been involved ever since, but 31 years ago wasn't the first one. How long has this event been around? It's been around since 1971, uh, Jim, and during Mayor Dick Greco's first term in office. And uh, I'm not positive, but I attended the first or the second uh, uh, breakfast that we had. And the organizer for uh, the event was L.D. Blanton. And L.D. Blanton faithfully uh, continued to serve as the chairperson of that event for maybe the, the first 25, 30 years of wow. the event. So, LD, if you're listening to this program today, I love you and thank you. And uh, the Lord's got a special place for you, fellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the years, uh, we've had just tremendous people from the Tampa Bay area come and share their faith in Jesus. Jack Eckerd, I'm reminded of the CEO mm. of Eckerd Drugs. It's now CVS, I guess, was the buyer sure. uh, for his drug chain. Uh, and I remember everything about Jack's testimony and how he came to the Lord 
uh, through a Northwestern Mutual uh, insurance agent having a Bible study across the street from Jack Eckerd. Andy Hines, the chairman of board of Florida Progress, while, and both of these men have gone on to be with the Lord, but uh, I don't think Andy would mind me saying this, but uh, Andy was not the best public speaker, but one of my best friends came to Christ listening to uh, hmm. Andy's uh, testimony. We had Truett Cathy a few years ago, the CEO of Chick-fil-A, uh, I remember going down and visiting with Bud Paxson, the CEO of, uh, former CEO of uh, Home Shopping Network, and later formed his own uh, television statement of uh, station that gets out the gospel. Yep. Paxson Next yeah. uh, TV. Uh, you've already mentioned we've had a lot of sports figures over the years. We've had military people. We've had United States senators. Uh, we've had tremendous people that have come and share. And the number of people that are chairman of the Hillsborough County Commission, I had the privilege of uh, uh, spending special time with him on a one-on-one -on -one Bible study in Operation Timothy. So it's not just leading people to Christ. Our group attempts to engage them in a one-on-one -on -one Bible study for those people who are willing to. And this, this study, in the case of one county commissioner, went on for six years. Uh, I've had men that uh, I can't even, some of them, the names I, I can't pull out, but it's just phenomenal, the conversion uh, stories that the Lord has allowed me to, to witness. Right. And uh, I'm so thankful for being involved in this group. Well, uh, again, this and seeing one, the fruit. And that's what's fantastic. That's what I'm so excited about is I, when I got to go last year, I'd never, ever heard about it. I didn't know there was a mayor's prayer breakfast. Certainly in Tampa, I kept saying, what happened to the one in Pinellas County? Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I got to go and I, and I got to see a lot of people I do business with on a day-to-day -day basis out in, in the competitive world that I work in, the IT managed service world. And some of my competitors were there. And I went and had lunch with them afterwards to follow up with that and say, hey, what did that mean to you? How did that impact you? All right, but Brent, you as a pastor, you've got people from your church involved in uh, in helping with the prayer breakfast. What, how, what's your involvement been? Well, the first year we went, I was invited by an attorney friend of ours and uh, David Gibbs. We went to the to the thing, and I was expecting the typical prayer breakfast, which is a political, b relational, c light on anything spiritual. It's it's almost an oxymoron to call it a prayer breakfast because the prayer is generic and there's nothing to it and there's no real message to it and we went and Keith and I both sat there and we walked home we got back in the car and we were talking about the gospel was just presented so clearly we could not believe that that somebody would get up and say you must be born again and we weren't in church and it wasn't a preacher in fact it was a famous race car owner and football coach so when we saw that this was not your typical political slash business excuse to get together. We said, we're going to get involved in this. And what we've seen is it does a couple of things for us. We've already mentioned it gets our lost friends who won't come to church to a place and hear the gospel. But we've seen it really impact some baby Christians who love the camaraderie and they realize that, man, they're not the only ones that are trying to do this thing. And it's it's like Bill said, it's, a, it's not only a salvation thing. We've seen it as a really excellent discipleship tool that you can live out your faith on a daily basis. And so we use it in a lot of ways, reach people and disciple. 
All right, we have in studio Bill Martin, who's been to the Tampa Prayer Breakfast over 31 times, Brent Stansel, who is a pastor and who hasn't been there 31 times, but gets his people and his church involved, and Keith Brickell, who wasn't even born when Bill first went <laughs> to the Tampa Mary's Prayer Breakfast. So, and this year, uh, Keith Brickell is in charge of really the committee that is running this event. And believe me, that is the highest paid job in Tampa yeah. Bay oh, yeah. Yeah. because the rewards are out of this world, that's right? right? The that's heavenly right. rewards. Yeah. That's right. And that's Keith right. is famous. Actually, his wife, Heather, is famous. She's been on extreme couponing, and you've seen their garage on TV. That's, if right. You, that's right. right. Clearwater, Florida. Okay. Listen, in this next 10 minutes, I really want to drive home the point that this is an evangelism outreach. Mm-hmm. It is an event for us to bring our business coworkers, those people that need to hear about Jesus, who would love to hear Tony Dungy who would love to get a great breakfast. If you want to sponsor a table, 300 bucks gives you 10 tickets. You don't get to take the table home, but you get to take home friends who have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, plain and simple, and gotten a free book of Tony Dungy's and another special gift that they'll find out that morning at the breakfast. You want me to share it now? Sure, go okay. ahead. Well, let, let me share this. Um, this is Keith Brickell talking. Yeah, this is Keith. So a couple months ago when I did become chairman of this and I have no idea how it happened, but I did become chairman of this event and the reins were turned over to me and here you are. Um, the Lord spoke to me very clearly that every that the Lord wanted me to, um, to use me to put in the hands of everyone that came this year a copy of the Word of God. And um, we've been talking a lot about faith in our church and I said, Lord, I don't know how we're going to do that because we break even every year on this event. I mean, we everything that comes in, this is not a fundraiser. We break even. And I've been challenging our guys. Guys, I don't know how we're going to do this. But I, the Lord has shown me that we need to put a copy of the Bible in everyone's hands. Because um, just through testimonies that have come through our, our church uh, and other places, it's amazing how people pick up a copy of, the, of God's Word, whether it's in a hotel or whether it's through a gospel track and by reading God's word, their life has changed. And there's no doubt in my mind, the people that come to this event, most of them probably do not have a copy of God's word. And I'm finding that professionals, especially in my greater, our greater age bracket. Wait a minute, that's a really big range. You mean from people who are... Th- even the young age bracket, I'm including <laughs> Bill in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're talking people in their 30s for the most part. That's what you're referring to? Yes, I'm okay. s- still barely in my 30s, yes. Um, but in this professional age bracket of you know 30s into 40s, I'm meeting more and more that have worked and worked and worked, and they've got the nice house here in Florida. They've got the stuff, and I have met people, and they have told me, Jim, I've worked and worked, and now what? And they're looking, and they're searching. And it's interesting to me how people, when they're looking for something, and they see a copy of the Word of God, they pick it up. They will pick it up. And I want, when people come to their God moment, I want them to have that copy of the Bible sitting there, in their desk, even if they do throw it in their desk drawer or, or, or on their nightstand when they get home. And so um, everyone's going to get a copy of God's Word when they come this year. Even if you're already a Christian, I want you to take it, maybe give it to someone that you don't, that doesn't know the Lord. But uh, we're going to have a copy of God's Word for everyone that comes this year. One of the greatest privileges we have as Christ followers is to give the Word of God to other people mm-hmm. because it's such a fantastic book and people should read it. It's unbelievable mm-hmm. when you get that Word because I always, I always challenge you when I give them a Bible, when I find out they don't have a good, if they've still got an old King James 
James and they're like, I don't know what it means. I'm like, I don't either. I got one written in English. I mean, real English. You know, I try to give him a copy of the New Living Translation. Or well, Don't shake. I'm sorry. You're a King James guy? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is yep. so not Brent, a conversation Brent, for right now. That's that, right. Brent, that's not important right this second. It, you're right. It's not because the truth can be understood in King James. You just have to watch a lot of British movies first before you start reading it. <laughs> All right. But when you give them a Bible and you say, listen, here's the deal. And I've got a good friend, Lynn. She's listening today. I gave her a Bible last April, right before we started the show. I said, all I want you to do is read the book of John. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Read the book of John. I'll talk to you in a week. Come back. Yeah. I want you to find out about the Savior that I serve, not right. the Savior you hear about out there. Right. That's about the real Jesus. And nobody can reject the real Jesus. Right. They can reject this religious Garbage we got right. going out that comes out from all over the place, but they can't reject the real Jesus. Yeah. Well, people and, people say all the time that, that our country is gospel hardened. Our country's gospel illiterate. They haven't yeah. heard the message. Hey, man, that's a good word. They're, I like that. They 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 don't know. We don't teach the Bible anywhere anymore. So if if you're not in a home that teaches the Bible, you're certainly not going to church. You're not going to hear the Jesus of the Scripture, the death, the burial, the resurrection. You're going to hear some twisted television idea, and it's not the it's not the God of the Bible. Well, and, and we're not gospel hardened country. We are a religion hardened country, and that's why I, I tell my friends: don't argue with people about religion because Jesus was not religious. Relationship. That's right. It's all about relationship right. because the religious people hated Jesus. They killed him. Yeah. He just had a whole trick in his back and said, by the way, I can raise myself from the dead. Mm -hmm. he just, they just didn't understand. Bill, here's what I want to know. How did you guys get Tony Dungy? Oh, boy. Uh, Dan Shock. Miracle. I believe. It, it was a miracle. <laughs> it was. But uh, Tony was uh, close to the top of our list many, many times, but we just kind of couldn't get through to the right person that extended an invitation to Tony at a time in his life when he could he could do it. And he's done many different types of events like this around the country, but uh, we're very fortunate to have him. And I don't know what all of the viewers know about Tony, but uh, he had a son that took his own life several years ago. And here's a man that stood up before his congregation and did the eulogy for his son and shared in the pain and the agony that that man had to be going through. There was no way that a human being could have done what he did had God not been carrying him along. And I relate to that, too, because I had to give my wife's eulogy. The uh, uh, individual that was going to do it didn't show up on time, and uh, and I had to do it for her. And I know for certain that God carried me to give me just the sure. right words to be uh, to be said to the group that was there that evening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Keith. Interesting about uh, Coach Dungy, we, um, we actually secured him last summer and literally I, I don't have time for the whole story now but it was just no you're a, right you don't it was a <laughs> the clock is ticking um, but it was just a per chance crossing of paths but last fall um, I went to an event where he was speaking and it was in a business setting with about 500 people and at the end of his speaking um, it was it was a leadership discussion he took questions and I got up and asked a question and I said coach Dungy you know you you're doing a lot of different things right now you're an analyst with NBC um, how are you how are you handling your faith in these different settings that you find yourself in whether it's doing NBC or just the different things that you're doing and he said I'm so glad you asked that question let me tell you about it and he went on for probably about 10 minutes about how he's handling his faith and he even said it's difficult for right. me to handle my faith in a place like NBC I'll bet he it said, is don't, yeah. he said don't <laughs> don't think it's easy for me but the thing that impressed me the most was you know, he was in front of 500 business people here in Tampa, and it was not 
a Christian crowd that he was speaking to that afternoon. I was just very impressed. He was just unashamedly talking about his, his faith in Christ, and that's that's why we've wanted him so much as a speaker, and that's what he's going to deliver for us. And you know, and, and every year the Lord, the, it's the Lord that's brought us these these speakers, and um, we just we, we thank the Lord for that, and it's it's truly Him that brings us these speakers well, each year. Amazingly enough, he was fired as coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but uh, he's had a special place in the hearts of everyone in this community he, yeah. as he went off to Indianapolis Colts and later led them to the Super Bowl. Uh, he's kept his home uh, out in Avila. He's kept his relationships with people. He's just been a tremendous follower and uh, giver of his testimony to people all over this country. We all know who led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a Super Bowl victory. It was God and it was through Tony Dungy's discipleship. Even though he got fired, which who's the person who fired Tony Dungy. They've been probably regretting that decision ever since Absolutely, they did it. Yeah. We won't mention names because this isn't a sports talk show. Brent, you're a pastor. You're you're wholeheartedly behind the Tampa Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, which if they want to find out more information, Keith, they get to go to TampaBayPrayerBreakfast.com. TampaBayPrayerBreakfast.com. Brent, how have you been able to involve your congregation in this? Get people to, to sponsor. Get people involved. Invite somebody. And uh, you just got to you got to realize that if you can get them to hear the gospel, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you can get your people to say, look, you've been trying to get this guy to church. They won't come. Here's another opportunity and encourage them. Preachers, if you're listening, tell your people, come to this, invite somebody. They may not come to Sunday school. They may not come to church, but they'll go here. Coach Dun we all love Coach Dungey and uh, his stuff on marriage, his stuff on the home. There, there are things here that are that are going to help them. So pastors, business guys, get behind this. Get a table, sponsor a table, get lost people to hear the gospel. That's how this thing works. They've got to hear so they can receive Christ. And you can sponsor a table for only $300, get you 10 tickets to the Tampa Mayor's Prayer Breakfast on May the 7th. All right, we've been talking about the Tampa Bay Mayor's Prayer Breakfast on May May the 7th, featuring Tony Dungy. Keith, tell them how they can get a ticket, how they can buy and rent the table. I don't know. What do you want to say? Sponsor a table. Sponsor a table. Okay, you can go to TampaBayPrayerBreakfast.com. 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 That's correct. Or if you don't have internet access, which, you know, you'd be surprised, you can call this number, 727-458-4824. That's 727 458 4824. You can call that number. Um, if you don't want to do the internet to pay for it by credit card, you can call that number and you can get details on how to send a check. So you can do it that way as well. But you can go to the internet. There's a little uh, tab there. Purchase and you can use a credit card and pay for it. Alright, so they can get, for $300, they can sponsor a table. A business, a Christ-following business uh, person can get a table mm -hmm. for 300 bucks. bring nine of their non- Christian friends Correct. with them to breakfast, get to hear Tony Dungy, get to hear a whole bunch of other stuff, get to be in a room full of other business professionals who are trying to put their faith at the forefront of what they do on a day-by-day -day basis. That's correct. All right, Bill, why should they do it? Well, we want to all want to see our friends come to the Lord and people right. that are our immediate families, and that's what it's all about, seeing lives change that will accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And that's we're talking about an eternity, and we want that for our, our, everyone that we know for certain. 
Bill, you know something about investments. It's what you do on a day-to-day basis. What can they expect for an investment of 300 bucks? What kind of rate of return can they expect? Well, uh, hopefully 100% rate of return. That's what I'm praying for. But it's very, very important that uh, if you're out there listening to this, uh, our goal is to have a minimum of 50% of the people that come that are non-believers. And unfortunately, over the years, there's been some times when we haven't had 50%. And a, a Christian group from a church or somewhere will come and they'll just invite their Christian friends. And Jim, as you said, we need to be bold. We need to step out in faith and invite people in your own family, in your workplace that don't know the Lord. And you're going to see a miracle happen because some of those people are going to come to Christ. That's fantastic. Now, Brent, you've been involved the last three years helping out. What do you think those people can expect for their investment of 300 bucks for a table? Well, it's like if you're if you're going fishing and you've tried to catch a fish with this bait and it's not working, try something else. You've invited your friends to church. They're not coming. You've witnessed to them. You've gave them a track. Try something else. Say, hey, here's Tony Dungy. Here's a free book. we got a lot of neat things. And you never know when that moment of crisis is going to come and they're going to be able to listen and actually hear the Holy Spirit is going to take the Word of God, it's going to drive it in their heart. And again, you don't know if you don't try. What would it hurt to say to your friend, your boss, your your employee, uh, maybe the guys under you, come and hear Tony Dungy. And you never know. That may be the very moment the Holy Spirit is working on them. And uh, what, what would be better? What's the worth of a soul? You know, what, what, what does Mark say? What shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And, and your boss may be a millionaire, but if he doesn't know Christ, what's that going to profit him when he stands before the Lord? And you never took the time to at least say, try to come. Now, Keith, you're looking for some sponsors. You're looking for sponsors for tables, individual tables, 300 bucks a piece. But you're looking for some other big sponsors. Jim, just to, to be honest with you, we could use some sponsors to help us with the books. Um, every year, whoever comes, we like to make their book available to everyone who comes. The reason why we do that is in the book, the author always writes about their faith. They write about Christ and how Christ has impacted their life. And so last year with, with Bobby Bowden, speakers in years past, their books are always rich about their faith in Christ. The same with, with Tony Dungy. And so we want to make his book available at no extra charge to everyone that comes. The same for the Bibles. Um, if there's someone driving down the road right now, uh, we need a book sponsor, and we could use someone um, to help us pay for the Bibles. And so if you're driving down the road right now, you're a Christian business person, and maybe the Lord's put on your heart, you're looking to invest somewhere, um, we could use someone to help us pay for these Bibles so that everyone that comes can get a copy of God's Word when they come to this breakfast. It's a fantastic thing. So if they want to get a hold of you, they can pop an email to tampabayprayerbreakfast.com, or they can send me an email to jim at iworkforhim.com. Right. Or they can call that phone number 727-458-4824 and for more information I'll have it on my Facebook page tonight with all the information on how you can get involved in the Tampa Bay Prayer Mayor's Prayer Breakfast and this isn't just for Tampa this is for all over Tampa Bay I live in Indian Rocks Beach I went last year yes I had to get up early but the lights on Almerton all match up at early in the morning (laughs) so we're expecting people from St. Petersburg from Sarasota Bradenton from Brandon from Temple Terrace, all the way up to Pasco County, everywhere. People will be coming down. We're expecting a thousand people. That's right. I live in Pinellas County. I'm from Clearwater. Um, I go to Community Bible Baptist Church. That's my pastor that's here. We're in St. Petersburg. Brent, that was a free plug. I like, I like that. Let's absolutely. do that again. Yeah. Community Bible Baptist Church in St. Petersburg. And so we have folks that come from all over. Um, hey, what about a, a church saying, where can we put some missions dollars? What better than to purchase Bibles to give to lost people? Exactly. 
All right, listen, we got, we got next week on the I Work For Him show, we'll be talking with Jack Griffith with Man in the Mirror Ministries about helping your church disciple all the men. One of the things that all the churches in Tampa Bay need to be doing is discipling men. Men have lost their place in this world. They've lost their place of leadership. They've lost their place of manhood in the home as the leader, as the godly leader in their household. They need to be discipled. So tune in next week to find out more about this. Listen, my sponsors, my advertisers, these are people I trust, people you can trust. Please do business with them. Thanks today to the Christian Chamber of Commerce, Tampa Bay, Ross Harrop with C12 Tampa Bay, Luke Andrews with Generation Mortgage, and uh, Charles Ruttenberg Real Estate, Dan Geyer with Direct Hits Management and Search Engine Optimization, Gary Melanowski with Chick-fil-A, Seminole Boulevard, and Park Boulevard, Eric Most with Most Insurance, 2B1 Ministries from First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks, Marriage Mentoring for All Couples, the Tampa Marriage Prayer Breakfast on May the 7th, and of course, Jim Brangenberg with Platinum Information Services. Look for links to all their company websites on my website, iworkforhim.com, iwork, the number four, him.com. And on the I Work For Him website, you'll also find out all kinds of great resources, including the show schedule, the guest schedule, and all kinds of recommended reading resources for incorporating Christ into your workplace. All right, thank you to my guests today, Keith Brickell, Bill Martin, and Brent Stansel. Guys, thanks a lot for being on the show thanks, today. Jim. Thank you, I appreciate it. I hope it was as fun for you as it was for me. Sorry about the uh, Mountain Dew overload. All right, please take time to like us on Facebook. Just search for I Work For Him. I'm looking to get over 200 likes. That would just make me happy. It makes me feel good because I'm just knowing that somebody's listening. All right, thanks to Mike Miracle for running the controls and keeping me on time today. You've done an outstanding job, Michael even with that little miracle hiccup earlier. That's good. All right, if you found today's show inspiring or challenging, could you let me know? Just pop me an email, jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iworkforhim.com. Don't forget, if you want to find out more about the Tampa Prayer Breakfast, go to tampabayprayerbreakfast.com, tampabayprayerbreakfast.com. You've been listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg, right here on Inspiration AM 1110 WTIS. I'm a Christ follower. I may report to a manager and a supervisor, but ultimately, I work for him. Yeah.